This is Logan with Antioch Speaks. Welcome back. Listen, if you haven't already, follow us on all of our social media, okay? At Antioch Speaks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Make sure you go on our website. We've got so many podcasts coming out, producing a lot of material and content, and we want you to know everything that's going on. So don't miss out. Go to AntiochSpeaks.com and sit back and enjoy this podcast. We are back. Uh, it's me and Logan Biddy. That's it. For some reason on Antioch's TikTok, every time I say it, it spells it B-I-T-T-Y. Mm, common misnomer. It's actually with two Ds. Yeah. Itty Bitty. Yep. Dot com. That's it. So, I like the topic today. Um, I'm excited about today. I know. A lot of scripture. Did you write a bunch of scripture down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to rock. I think what I'm going to do, uh, instead of just leading out and saying what the topic is, I'm just going to ask this question to you and, and, and just get going. All right. Okay. Oh, I like that. I wrote this down on a notepad. It says, what is God's will? Ooh. Okay. Is that, it's a Let, let's question. break this down a little bit. Okay. What does it mean? What does the word will mean to you? Let me, let me pose this back to you. What he wants. What he wants. Okay. His so bidding. It's his bidding. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like it. So if I think about, I will to do something. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to plan it out. You will? I'm going to have a plan. If I I will to do something, if I need to cook dinner, well, you know what? I'm going to plan it out, what I'm going to need to cook. Go go get the ingredients. You're going to make a list, probably go buy it, have a budget, know the cost. I think that's a scripture. Right? Yeah, yeah. So here's what I think. What is God's will? God had a plan. I'm going to read the scripture to you. Okay. And as NLT, I don't usually read that in NLT, but I like the way it, it's written. Ephesians chapter 1. Ooh, okay, come bring it. Verse okay. 4. It said, even before he made the world. Time out. Pause. God already had a decision before any of this was created. Yeah, it was a plan. It was a plan. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. I like, okay, so... This puts a different view on the common belief today. Um, as you know, I watch a lot of the YouTubers who like to pick at Joel Osteen or pick at right. uh, Pastor uh, Michael Todd or whoever for the quote-unquote prosperity gospel. Right. And when you just read that to me, that he loved us, it, read it again. Read it one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't have to ask me twice. Ready? Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ. Okay, stop. He loved us and chose us in Christ. Go. To be holy and without fault in his eyes. Okay, so it has very little, I think, to do with... Uh, the prosperity gospel in the sense of I need a promotion at work. Right. Right. But it has a lot to do with the prosperity gospel because a pro- promotion at work will assist you to live holy and with favor in Christ in front of other people. Yeah. Is that a fair? It could be. A, yeah. I mean, Let's not say that that's the main intention, but it could be. There could be platforms, elevations, things that God has to raise people up for so that you can display who he is. It definitely didn't sound like God's will for me is I get saved on Sunday morning, and then Monday morning I get promotion, 
I get the best looking spouse. I have the most athletic, popular children. Right. I have the, that, it, it didn't sound like that. And it's kind of when I wrote down on my notes, what is God's will? I wrote question mark, homes, spouses, children, health, wealth, question mark. Mm. What do you think about that? Some people think that God's will is those things for our lives. Here's what I'll say. I think God does have a will because he has an opinion about everything. Okay, think about this for a second. I don't know where it's at, and I think it's in the Psalms maybe. It says that God has a billion good thoughts towards us just as there is a, a grain of sand. Just For every grain of sand on the earth, oceans, deserts, under the oceans, everything, he has that many good thoughts about us. So I believe he does have good thoughts about us with homes, spouses, yep. children, yep. jobs, careers, yep. everything. He has an opinion about it. So this takes me to, the, the, I had this in, in my old uh, place where I used to rent. I had this written on my wall. Right. Jeremiah 29. 11, 11 right? We all, we all can recite it, right? Right. For I know the plans I have for you, um, plans to prosper you. If you yeah. read the whole chapter, and, and I found it fascinating with Jeremiah because he, he preached the gospel, I believe, with zero converts. Yeah, he really had a rough time. I mean, if you look at a pastor, Michael Todd, right now, or Joel Osteen, and they fill up football arenas right. with, with converts, um, I've heard, you know, Billy Graham, or um, we watched that movie with um, Tam- Jimmy and Tammy Faye from, right. from the 80s and 90s who were accused of, of hustling uh the tithe money in the, in the offering these people at the end of the movie, even though all the scandals, they said they reached, you know, blank million people and converted them. But Jeremiah converted, I believe zero. I, 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 another leader in my life said maybe one, (laughs) but, but you know, (laughs) it's really, what a rut. And now we're in 28 or 29 so he's been preaching for a long time. I mean, he's, you know, by 29, he's been preaching a while. Yeah, chapter 29, yeah. And I read the whole thing because that's, that's it. When you ask somebody what's God's will, especially Christians that are already believers, a lot of them do bring that scripture up, is the plans to prosper me, and, and he's got plans to take care of me. And if you read the whole chapter, it, he does tell the Israel. God tells through Jeremiah the Israelites to go build homes, have wives and, and spouses, have children, and live these wonderful lives to proclaim that he is God. Yeah. That's, that's the thing for me. That's my connection. I'm living, I think, in a blessed place, healthy, wise. Um, I have some nice things, but it's yeah. for a purpose. Right. I have the energy that I have for his will. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense how I'm like... Yeah, no, no, no. I think, you know, it's God's people are designed to swim against the current compared to what culture wants, what society says. The children in Jeremiah's day in Israel are in captivity. You know, they're, they're about to get, you know... Come out much, of Babylon. Come out, come out, yeah. yeah. To tell them to go build a life in captivity and to tell them, hey, build your own house create your own family, do everything as if you were doing it, as if you were in Israel, come back to me, I will, I will, I will help you. That's so against what anybody would think in Babylon. They'd be like, you need to live horrible. Yeah, you're you our slaves. Be, you're, make you know, your face down, yeah. be sad. Don't, don't have babies in captivity. Yeah. And make them, I mean, you hear that today. I, I'm, I wouldn't have 
kids in this culture. It's an awful place. Yeah. Though. Yeah. So God's people are designed to walk in the opposite spirit. See, this is what I like about this verse. Let me finish what I was going to say. So in verse 4, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Verse 5, this is God's will. God Come on. Come decided on, in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. That's the will of God. Yeah. The will of God is for you to become a son or a daughter in his family. And there's blessings that come from that, yeah. from that place. I always say this to everybody I meet. The will of God is rooted in love. So there's two things that I, I will stand firm, and it's not the only two things, but there's at least two things that I will stand firm until I get to heaven that we should never stop growing in. And number one, that's the love of God. And number two is the identity that God has for you. Mm, you should on, never stop growing in that. There's no, there's no ceiling to either one of those because he loves you too much and he's given you an identity because he's an eternal being. We are eternal beings. We're never going to stop learning. I don't even, when we get to heaven, I don't believe we're going to stop learning how much he loves us. We're going to be able to walk in a greater revelation and a greater understanding as we see him face to face. This is crazy that you're saying that because I wrote this down. Um, but I, you know what, let's just growing in wisdom. Let's pencil that for a second. Cause I wrote, I wrote something down about that, but we'll get to it. Yeah. Cause that's, that's really good. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, right? Like, yeah, you can't, you can't stop growing in love. There is no limit to that. No limit to it. It's literally the entire message of the gospel that there is no limits to the love that God has for you because he will literally step out of his throne room, come to the earth, live every through every temptation that we're ever going to face in every kind of way, and yet still his love wins in the end. Yeah. You can't get the anything better than that. The other thing with God's will that you'll see with Christians is they say it when there's turmoil. When there's turmoil. Um, if there's any kind of thing happening at their job, or if someone is rejecting them or coming against them in their relationships or in another fashion of some sort, they begin to question, I just want to know what God's will is in this situation. If they get sick, a lot of people say God's will. And I think we also know when we're praying for the sick or we're praying for people who have things, uh, people tend to say, if it be your will, right. fix this. Um, mm -hmm. And so I found this in 1 Timothy chapter 2, uh, verses 1 through 7. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Verse 2, pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity, hmm. which I think you touched on in Ephesians. Yeah. This is good and pleases God, our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. Yeah. That's, it seems so easy to me if you want to know the will of God. That still, you know, we watched that movie the other day where, where I, were you there for the movie? No, I was not. In the movie, they depicted that all these Bible apps and anywhere you try to Google would start being erased. Oh, wow. And it kind of makes sense that they started putting it all in the electric. I love my Bible app being on yeah, my phone. I don't too. have to carry a real Bible around with me, but it makes sense if you run this gener generation like this for 30 more years. There, everything's electronic. You can start to erase things. But during that time, I kind of realized like, okay, um, his will for humanity is that everyone come to him yeah. and know the truth. So it really hit me deep when we were studying for this 
this episode that if you have energy, energy, if you have breath in your lungs today, if you have a little money in your bank account or in your pocket, if you've got food to eat, the purpose that he's blessing you with these things is for everyone to come to him and know the truth. Yeah, yeah I like that. You know, that translation put it really well. But another translation says it like this, that he desires that no man should perish. Yeah. He doesn't want, he did that not doesn't design mean us for here either. That's the, the spiritual is more real than the natural. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But the fact that he chose us in him, now that's the question some people will get into. Oh, are we predestined? Do we have free sure. will? Yada, yada, yada. Sure. Here's what I'll say about that. God wanted every single human to be in heaven with him. He knew it wouldn't happen. But he, he chose us in advance. He wants all of us to be in heaven. That's why he said, you know what, from the get-go, I'm going to allow my son to take the substitute of the sacrifice. And I believe that even with that being said, the ones that are still not choosing him, he still wants them. Yeah. We have to respond in that. So here's, here's the, the second part of this, right? So we have the will of God for our lives. And we get the blessing of God in our lives. You know, some people will say, well, what is a blessing? A blessing is twofold to me. First of all, it's something that's good, right? You know, it's not going to cause me harm. Yeah. And the second thing is a blessing is sustainable. Let's say I go and buy a new car. Well, you know, three, four weeks, I've got my new car and, you know, my transmission goes out. Well, you know, I've got all this debt. Okay. That's not a blessing anymore. That's, that's yeah. yeah, liability, right? right? So a blessing is sustainable. And what I love about the will of God is not only will his blessings get you to his will, but his blessings will sustain you Amen. through his will. And so what I find is I'm going to read the scripture out of Psalms, Psalms 103. And, uh, it lists off just these amazing, amazing blessings that says that God gives us. Um, so Psalms 103, I'm going to read new King James cause I like that one, but it says in verse two, it says, bless the Lord. O my soul and forget not all his benefits. Okay, and then it has a colon, and it lists them all off. It says, who forgives all your iniquities, number one. Amen, yeah. Number two, who heals all your diseases. Come on. All your diseases. Think about that for a second. There's not one disease under the sun that God can't heal. None. And he won't heal. Not rheumatoid arthritis. Not, oh, come on. Not uh, leukemia. Your, your brain, uh, I forget what they call it, dementia. Parkinson's yeah, dementia. all that. Yeah, yeah. He, he can, and I believe he wants to. And he wants to, yeah. All right, so heals all your diseases and who redeems your life from destruction. Yeah, amen. Who crowns you. This might be one that I overlooked in the past, but I think I've fallen in love with as I've read it, is who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Mm, so good. You know, I had this teacher in Hawaii that one time, he said, it's not that we're, we're always going to be sitting at the Lord's table because sometimes we're going to choose a different meal and we're going to go sin or we're going to go deal with bitterness or we're going to go deal with offense it's not that we're eating a different meal. It's how quickly can you get back to the Lord's meal yeah, and the amen. Lord's table, right? And so what I love about this is God, think about this for a second. God has placed upon our head, and we can't see it in the natural, but he's placed on our head a crown of loving kindness and tender mercies. So no matter who does you wrong, yeah. no matter if anybody lies about you, gossips about you, tells you know false stories about you, you can still wear... A crown of loving kindness. Amen, man. It's, because it's so good. It's who he is. He is love, right? So his his will is rooted in love. His blessings are rooted in love. 
and these things sustain you. But it also says, who satisfies your mouth with good things. Yeah. Okay? Think about, you know, okay, this is a metaphorical thing, but think about the houses. Think about the spouse. Think about the children. You will receive blessing from him because you, you have an inheritance. When you when you accept Christ, it says in Ephesians, if you read it, it says, who has seated us in heavenly places with him. Amen, yeah. And we are joint heirs with Christ. It talks about the inheritance. It talks about all these things in Ephesians. Well, one of the things I love that I've discovered in the past couple of days is my pastor has taught on this, the difference between inheritance and harvest. Harvest is something that you work for. You got to toil. You got to plant the seed. You got to water it. You got to, you know, reap the harvest. You got to do all these things and put all this work in. Well, the inheritance is, it just comes to you because of who you're attached to. Yeah. But the trick with this is sometimes it, you don't receive all of it until you reach the level of maturity that he well, has for you. this is the point, right? All of these things, I, I, so it's that prosperity gospel that you and I have talked about more than one time. Is I'm, you know, part of me says, yes, I've seen it in my life. God is good. But the other side of me says, why? Why are you preaching this? Are you preaching this so that once I receive my spouse, the most popular children, the beautiful house on the block with no issues with my uh, water heater or anything else, the, the great <laughs> yeah. health um, and all of that stuff, once I've received it all, is that so that on Monday I get to binge watch Netflix and hang out at the house no. in my AC no. and flirt with my beautiful you know, wife and, and just play with my awesome children? Or is there a, is there a there's a why to his will being so loving and graceful and good to us? And I hate to say it because it's not popular. Um, yes, I do believe there's a heaven, a hell. The devil's real. I believe all those things. I believe that when you believe on him, on Jesus Christ as the Messiah, and you believe that he rose again for you, that you are saved. I do. But these blessings come for a will, for a purpose. So I'm going to read first. Thessalonians now, yeah, uh, chapter ahead. four. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. And and kind of straighten this out because I do think it's a very easy thing if you use Google and your Bible app to find these things. I, it's not hard at all. Um, so let me start first Thessalonians four. Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we urge you in the name of the Lord Jesus. There's that. There it is again in Christ. Yeah. To live in a way that pleases God as we have taught you. You live this way already, and we encourage you to do that even more. For you remember that we taught you by the authority of the Lord Jesus. So there's a twofold thing that happens in that scripture. One of them is we are supposed to be living a certain way. Right? Yeah. This, this free-for-all sin nature because I've got grace and I'm saved is, uh, is not the truth. And Jeremiah was talking about it again in, in 29. If you keep going past 11, you'll see where he says these prophecies and these people teaching you are lying. And if someone is telling you that you can just keep sinning and get away with it, yeah. The, and you'll be blessed because you, know, because you believe in Christ, there's, there, the will of God is not for you to use the resources you got to go sin. It's not. I'm, I'm sorry. It just, it just isn't. Uh, and I truly believe it. You know, I truly believe that you that the will of the Lord, according to First Thessalonians, where Paul writes this, is for us to live well, for us to speak well, for us to follow what we've been taught. Yeah, I had this thought, and let's let's see, let me let me share this thought with you. Let's open this up for a second. In my head, as you're talking, this thought came to me: blessings, the things that God has for us—family, cars, children, house—follow obedience. They don't lead obedience. 
Okay, so think about this. You remember those commercials where people would have, you know, like a little dollar on a fishing hook and the guy's like reeling it up. It's like, oh, you almost had it. You almost had it. You almost yeah. had it. Like, yeah. We're not chasing blessings. We're not obeying God to, to try and grab that, you know, dollar that's ahead of us. But in our lives, when I look back, as I'm following God and I turn back and I look back about the path he's brought me on, yeah, come I'll on. see all these blessings because I'm on the path that he has for me. I'm not creating a new path through this weird jungle that I'm trying to like find and, oh, I got to go find the hidden gems out in the wilderness. Yeah. No, I'm following God as he's leading me, as his, you know, as his word says that, you know, a righteous man or, you know, his steps are ordered of the Lord. I'm following him. And then when I look back, I see the blessing. I'm not looking at blessing. I'm looking at him. Amen. And so I think that's how, that's how I see this, this idea of, oh, is there prosperity? Is it, you know, is that God's will? I believe when you follow him, the blessings, you'll look back and then you'll see your blessings. But you're not going out chasing. I'm not going out chasing blessings. I'm not going out chasing riches yeah. because my motive is Him. Yeah. And when your motive is Him, you get Him. Yeah, and you get him. what flows from Him is blessing, is joy, it is peace. It's you know, it's Psalms 103, forgiveness of sin, healing of all your diseases. You know, loving kindness, tender mercies. It's all these beautiful things. And from that, when you when you put on loving kindness and tender mercies, okay. Not everyone in the world is going to love it, and yeah. they're not always going to, but most people are going to like you. Yeah. If you have tender mercy and loving kindness and you're gentle, you have the fruit of the Spirit, people will actually build you up. I've had people in my life who aren't believers who build me up and gave me resources that I wouldn't have had access to. Sure. And I don't think I would have had the same access to those resources if I was living like them because they would have just, it would have, it would have been different. There was no there was difference. Some, yeah. yeah. I you're, blended you're in with them. different because you're yeah. living in the tender kindness and the mercy yeah yeah so i think i think there's a i think there's a standard as you follow him you'll you'll look back and you'll see blessing yeah he will give you favor he will give you promotions at work it's i've had it yeah doesn't mean that you know i'm going out chasing these things and they oh yeah it's god and then when you get the bonus you go and party and drink all night and yeah no yeah no exactly so i think and this is the other thing you brought up maturity which coming from a recovery viewpoint i do realize like if you're out in the streets and you're living uh, addicted to things, when you give those things up and start to clean up, you do get blessed almost like before your actions because mm. you start to get healthy. But it, 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 it materializes with your maturity. It has an ebb and flow. And as you kind of get uh, cleaner, if your life, if you're still cussing, still stealing from people, still manipulating, the blessing only goes so far as you get better but you know just like you said as you as you do as you follow him you learn to understand his will which i I wrote this down as well now i'm going to go through a list of few things if you've made it this far in our podcast today i'm going to ask that you look these things up yourself do a little homework i'm going to give you a little little podcast homework come on okay um but his blessings okay i listed one and i I, do you have more notes as well no this this is this is what i yeah i'm finished so the will of god for your life and his blessings okay and i think his blessings are in accordance with his will yeah okay they come they're a hand in hand thing okay one of his blessings that i rolled down wrote down as we were studying his, he blesses us to silence the speech of ignorant people. And I think when you said, that's in the scripture. If you, yeah. you, I'm not going to tell you where it is. I'm, you go look it up. I'm you know? sitting here in my mind like thinking through. Okay, like, but yeah. he blesses us to silence the speech of ignorant people. Okay, so number one, when both in Ephesians and when I was in Thessalonians, 
it talked about Christ working with us hand in hand. Uh-huh. So this righteous living, this new way of life starting, you know, hopefully as soon as this podcast is over, it clicks for you and whatever it is, if it's nicotine or vape or images, whatever it is you decide to put it down, it doesn't come from your own energy and your own strength. Right. It comes through Christ. Right. Read your Ephesians one more time. Yeah. Ephesians 1, let me go back to here. If you, if you notice the verbiage, and again, I know we hop around on NLT and NIV and KGV, KJV, but listen to the verbiage. Okay, verse 4 and 5, I'll read it all the way through one time. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Verse 5, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This Two is times. what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Two times that energy is in Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's in you're, Christ. You're not living for God so that you can get to heaven. That is not the case. You're going to heaven, so in the power of Christ, live a godly life. It's yeah. reversed. It, yeah. It, 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 and it makes it's so clear to me now. And it seems so simple if you search scripture. And when you love on people, you said even non-believers have given you resources and lifted you up because of the mercy. And you're silencing the speech of the ignorant Yeah. by your lifestyle. Yeah. You're not going, oh, I'm better than you. Quiet. You are living a godly life and they, ha- they choose it. They look at you and go, well, I mean, he lives a, a godly life in front of me. Yeah. The second blessing. He blesses us to give us wisdom and understanding. Amen. It's in the scripture. If you don't believe me, go look it up. And I guarantee if you go search this, okay, listener, the one listener we have, whatever. (laughs) If you go search for this, you'll gain wisdom and understanding in a relationship with the Holy Spirit. But through Christ, he blesses us with godly living, with wisdom and understanding. Another one I wrote down. He blesses us to show the world humanity, who he loved so much since the beginning of time he's loved all humanity. Yeah, come on. Not just you, not just me, but they're all his favorite. He blesses you and me with whatever to show the kingdom of heaven through us. Mm. That's in scripture. You go look it up. Yeah, come on. That's in scripture. And then I wrote this one down. He blesses us so that we make the most out of every opportunity to point back to the power of Jesus Christ and his Amen. blood. Amen. And that's where this living comes from. I don't know if you have anything to add right now. It just makes me think we have a ministry of reconciliation. Ooh. You can go look that one up. <laughs> it's all scripture right yeah. now. I mean, everything we do. And you know what? That's the gospel to me, you know? It's one thing to get saved. If you don't believe and you're listening to this, it's one thing to accept that Christ is the Messiah. Yeah. That he was born of a virgin. He lived a perfect life with no sin. He was beaten for our transgressions and died on the cross and came back to life. It's one thing to accept that and confess that with your mouth. You're saved when you confess that. You're saved from hell, um, which is certainly real, and the devil's real. And we overcome the power of the devil by the power of the blood of Christ and our testimony that Christ is real. When you receive him, that's one thing. But there's a next level of blessing. You know, there is a natural blessing while we're here. Um, That one prayer that I always say says, reasonably happy in this life. And you can be. 
you can be reasonably blessed in this life and forever happy with him in the next life, which is the spiritual is more real. So we say all that. We put a heavy, heavy thing on this. The will of the Lord is for you to live a godly life, to point it back to Christ and his blessings, whatever they may be. You may be taller than your fellows. You may be more attractive than your fellows. You may speak well. You may be athletic. You may earn a lot of money. Whatever it may be is to point back to the glory of God in every opportunity you have with the blessings you have. And then I'll finish this up because I think this is the coolest part. And it started with Ephesians. I I might ask you to read it one more time. Are you in the mood to read that one more time? You ready? You want me to read it? Yeah, read it one more time. All right, verse 4 and 5, chapter 1. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. You know what that reminds me of? My youth pastor used to say this all the time. He would say, when God looks down into the earth, you know what he should see? He should see you as a mirror so he can see a reflection of himself. Come on. That's exactly why he blesses you. Without fault in his eyes. He wants to see himself in us. Okay. Verse 5. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Amen. So now I'm going to read out of Matthew chapter 3, verse 13 in the NLT. Okay? Go ahead. And I want you to keep in mind what I'm reading this, Ephesians, where he says, in Christ, okay? In Christ, yeah. Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, John said. So why are you coming to me? And Jesus responded to John in verse 15, It should be done for we. That means Jesus and John and you and me and every believer that's in the sound of my voice right now. We may carry out all that God requires, which really sounds like God's will in my ears. Yeah. We got to do this to fulfill God's will. Yeah, we. Jesus will do it with you. You give up them cigarettes, Jesus will give it up with you. You give up fornication, Jesus will give it up with you. Yeah. He's here. You give up the crack, Jesus will give it up with you. I believe it. I know it's true. And that's why we're blessed. That's the prosperity gospel. Yeah, amen. Every opportunity you have. That's my, that's, that's my, my challenge, my prayer for everyone listening, uh, and for you and I, Logan, and, and, and for Jordan, who's here with us, is that we take every opportunity to testify. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us at AntiochSpeaks.com. If you enjoyed that, uh, subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's Spotify, Pandora, um, Amazon, or uh, Apple, wherever it is that you're listening to this, hit subscribe. We urge you to visit the website, AntiochSpeaks.com. You can interact from there. Send us an email. Uh, You can donate. You can uh, just be a part of everything that's going on. Again, we thank you very much. Have a great night.